and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear. We're going to Virgin River. I can tell you about the bagel I had this morning. It was very tasty. Yeah, how was your bagel? I actually meant to text you about this morning so that you could have one of the bagels. Because I did have one of the bagels. Did you, Okay, did you put the pumpkin butter on it? Because that's what I did this morning. I put pumpkin butter on the pumpkin bagel with a little bit of cream cheese, and it tasted like pumpkin cheesecake, and it was so good. Um. Well, I didn't know there was pumpkin butter, but my cream cheese, when I opened it, it was so watery, Ew. and then the water from the cream cheese container spilled on my foot, <laughs> and I wasn't wearing any socks, and it was so gross. Traumatic. So then I just put butter on my bagel. Oh. Which, I mean, honestly, butter on a bagel is so good. Right, especially if it's the pumpkin bagel. If it's, it's really a good. sweet bagel, butter, and then a little bit of cinnamon sugar. Pretty good. But mm-hmm. yes, the Trader Joe's pumpkin butter was so good. All right. Well, it was a lovely little breakfast while I was driving into work this morning. Good to know. Well, that, that, <laughs> all right. Well, that brings us into this episode in no way at all. There's nope. no way to bring us home. After talking about breakfast food. Yum. You know what? They like to eat breakfast in this show. They do. Jack tried to make Mel some breakfast and she said no because you're an alcoholic. <laughs> pretty much that mel um all right well welcome back to the virgin river visitor center today we are talking about season four episode seven otherwise engaged great title that's a good one because because joy was otherwise engaged (laughs) and also everyone else was too with their plans yes everyone was real busy today everyone was real busy today so liz why don't you take us on a journey where and what was everyone doing and go everything is fine with the baby but not with mel and jack as she continues to confront him about his drinking joey then shows up with some big news she's engaged and mel thinks she's not thinking clearly jack wants to figure out how to make some additional money with his property that you know had a house burned down on it and decides that glamping is the move doc and dr cameron have to go on a remote medical emergency that makes them hike through the woods. And after Mel tries to apologize to Joey for thinking that she's not thinking clearly, her fiance, Nate, decides to call off the wedding and Joey blames it all on Mel. Great job. Thank you. I think that, you know, Mel likes to stick her nose in other people's business and for once it finally bit her in the bottom. And also she's the biggest hypocrite. But is she? Because she also, so like, yes, but she didn't actually say yes to marrying Jack after only knowing him for a day. True. But she's considering it. And she moved in with him. She is a hypocrite. She's like, you're not thinking clearly, Joey. You just got divorced. You're going to marry this guy that you've known for a month when actually she's known him longer than that. But they yeah, just reconnected well, they a month ago. Yeah, well, they about that. As opposed to Mel who literally didn't even know that Jack existed 
Until five seconds ago. Yes. I do, however, think that I don't want to be too harsh on Mel because if my sibling were to be like, I'm getting married tomorrow, I would also get mad at them and lash out. I mean, her reaction to Joey showing up and being like, yeah, I'm getting married tomorrow is normal. But like Mel has no room to judge and be like, you're going too fast. I guess. Melinda. Um, no. our, yeah, right. Well, well, we'll get into the episode now. We'll start with Mel, since she is our number one. She is causing all the problems mm-hmm. today. As we learned from last episode, Mel was having a scare with her bebe. But don't worry, her bebe is fine. She finally had to share the news with Doc. And he's so happy about it. He is happy. And then Jack's like, don't tell anyone. And I'm like, duh, Jack, the law. <laughs> he can't tell anyone, Jack. Right? And then I'm so confused because Mel's at the clinic with Doc and Jack. But like a minute ago, Jack was passed out drunk. So. Oh, no, he was asleep. I know. They get into this. But I'm still so confused about the timing. Yeah, because he seemed very alert for being wasted. Yeah, he had drink consumed like half a bottle of whiskey. And then he was able to be there. And drive? I know. I'm really confused. Yeah, and for Jack being like so concerned about Mel doing literally anything, he didn't seem too concerned. Uh, no, he did not. He was like, I'm fine. We're fine. Everything's okay. And Mel's like, no. Everything is not okay. And it's like the baby is okay, but their relationship is not. And she was really scared that she was going to have to drive herself there Mm -hmm. and that she's going to have to be alone. And finally, it's time to talk about their drinking. And this brings us into Jack Drinks, our segment where we discuss Jack's drinking habits. Mm -hmm. And it's also funny because... I was about to bring that up. Hold on, I have it written down. To which we can finally talk about Jack's drinking. And to quote our good friend Jack, what? Are we keeping track now? Is that where we're going? Yes. Yes, Yes, it is, Jack. It's called Jack Drinks. We've been doing this all season. I'm glad you finally are on board with us. Yes. At least when we remember, we do it. Well, no, we remember when he does drink. Sometimes he doesn't. Mm Mm-hmm. Sometimes he's a good boy. Mm-hmm. Without drinking problems. Yeah. So he claims he only drinks when he's stressed and that this was an isolated incident and he won't do it again. But then we see him drinking a beer at the bar, which Mel catches him doing and she is annoyed. Mm-hmm. She has her weird sad face on this entire episode, though. Basically. And then he is drinking again at home because he's excited about his new business venture that we'll get into which clearly means that he's not drinking just when he's stressed no so let's count them that's two jack drinks mm-hmm. two drinks two is act the standard drink for men though i'm mm-hmm. not saying he should be but two max and that's what he seems and to it be was, doing that was like hours apart so. exactly i'm think that having one drink a day isn't the end of the world and isn't going to kill you but when you're constantly doing it and when you're passing out right or when you know you're doing it because you're stressed or you're sad or you're happy or you're happy or 
you just don't want to deal with any other emotion, then you maybe have a problem. Right? And so that is why Mel is worried about him Mm -hmm. and wants him to stop. Stop drinking, Jack. And then she's like, I think you need to tell me whenever you're stressed because it's better than isolating yourself and drinking until you're unconscious. Ooh, burn. Sick burn. And then he says he's sorry. And that's really it. That's all the conversation they basically have because Joey interrupts both of these conversations. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for interrupting, Joey. Real helpful. But Joey interrupts for good news. She shows up out of the blue with her new fiance nate tell us about nate she used to date him in high school so mel doesn't really remember him because they're like what 12 years apart something like that well like eight years six years eight years something like that if she was 12 when they broke up and they broke up at the end of high school math you're thinking too hard about this i think you just cut your loss and move on yeah Anyway, I can't count. No, it's okay. Um, but so they only broke up because they were going to school in different places. So they grew apart. Healthy. Yes. And then somehow he found out that she got divorced. I forget how. Probably Facebook. Probably friend of a friend of a friend of a friend situation. Mm-hmm. And reached out to her on Instagram. And they reconnected. And as Joey put it, it was like no time had passed at all. So sweet. So sweet. And now they're engaged and getting married literally the next day in clear water. They're getting married tomorrow. So exciting. And Mel is not happy about this one little bit. And that's really this whole episode is Mel not liking anyone else's decisions because they aren't what she would do. Mm -hmm. She's very unhappy in this episode, just in general. I know. And so Mel's like, hmm, I think it's too soon. And then she goes over and tells Jack. And then he makes a joke about a shotgun wedding. And then she's like, oh, no, that's only when the bride's pregnant. And Jack's like, oh, okay, so let's get married right now. Hey. hey. Jack's funny. He can be. He can be very funny. And he also basically told her to just, like, not get involved. Yeah, Jack's like, well, it's what she wants to do. And you, tr- and, you know, you, you don't want to, like, ruin your relationship and that's nice later then mel and joey are walking around where mel is looking super cute she's really the only person i cared about fashion wise so i'm gonna go ahead and jump into virgin river a crime of fashion where mel was looking super cute Mm -hmm. unfortunately today everyone i'm so sorry i don't have any information about exact outfits i couldn't find anything on my handy dandy website so i'm just gonna describe the outfit that i thought was so cute because i think mel is really rocking her looks this season she is with the exception of a couple weird pieces here and there she looks great yeah at least her casual stuff Mm -hmm. i think when she tries too hard it always goes downhill but she was looking very cute in her like navy teal-esque 
cardigan and it was like long but not quite duster length but not quite knee length but still a longer cardigan and it was like three quarters sleeve and it's very flowy and it's like that kind of cardigan that you wear to like wrap around yourself while you're drinking coffee on the front porch contemplating your existence Mm -hmm. so cute and then again she is rocking a jean this season she is looking great in those jeans i don't know if it's the babe i don't know if it's she finally learned what jeans are but she looks great in these jeans and she paired it with like a simple gray v-neck how does she do it i don't know i don't know if i were to wear that outfit i would look scraggly same she looks great good job Mel. she's like kind of tall i think it is yeah so she can like pull off that like length I think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you tried to wear that length of a cardigan, it would be a floor length cardigan for you. No, it, would so it wouldn't have. That wasn't that long of a cardigan. Get out of here. Stop being cruel. I don't like your cruelness today. Ouch. <laughs> also, she always wears her Apple Watch, and then it really makes me want an Apple Watch. Ugh, same. Yeah. Oh, well. But you won't let me get one until my current watch dies. Yes, because it's not practical. It's wasteful. You're better than that. Your thing's going to die soon. It always forgets to, like, charge. So you're... Uh, uh, no, it doesn't. You probably have six months left of life on it. Probably a little longer. Eight months. Maybe. There you go. Or I'm just going to lose it somewhere. Don't do that on purpose to I spite me. on purpose lose it. Good. And that was Virgin River Crime of Fashion because no one else's outfit I really cared about. Mm-hmm. I did like Doc's uh, raincoat. Yeah, I like Doc nice and uh, Dr. Cam's hiking apparel. That yes. was nice. Rugged Doc is a vibe. Yeah. Also, Bert and Charlie, the injured mm-hmm. old man, they were wearing some hardcore camo. <laughs> they were hunting, I think. They were, but it takes everything in me whenever I see camouflage. I know where you're going with Not this. to be like, Oh, I don't see them. <laughs> I hate you. Like this camo joke from five years ago lives rent free in my head. I also can confirm that you do, in fact, do that regularly. So yeah, because it's hilarious. Is it not? I think it's more funny because you think it's so funny. Okay, sure. You're Therefore, lying. it makes it funny to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know. You should wear some camouflage right now, so I don't have to look at you. Okay. Bye. Bye. I'll leave right now in the podcast right here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that uh, next time I get some more details about their clothes, full on, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. Right. Everyone else was just wearing their normal clothes, so. I will say that Brady knows how to make a casual basic elevated. Just by existing yeah it's his face his face brings every outfit up a level Mm -hmm. yeah he was just wearing his classic v-neck and jeans Mm -hmm. but wow it works it works Mm -hmm. it's the face in the bod that brady love him (laughs) ready well i don't love him i don't think i could date him no how is brie doing it he's low-key too toxic oh my gosh this man (laughs) terrible kind of right like he's just really really hot yeah he is really really hot i think brie has some blinders on oh for sure but good for her yeah. she deserves a hot man mm-hmm. 
Who says that he loves her? And no, he hasn't said that. Oh, yeah. He's just really hot for her. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, well, we'll get back to them. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, okay, yeah, so they're walking around, and Joey's like, why haven't you congratulated me on the engagement yet? And Mel conveniently gets a phone call and doesn't have to continue that conversation. Always. But then afterwards, she finally tells Joey that it's because it's not practical and she should slow down because marriage is a big deal and she doesn't want her to gr- to regret anything and that she's only getting married because she doesn't want to be alone. Ugh, that's mean. And that there is a difference between passing time and taking things slow. And Joey's like, okay, but what's the definition? And she can't answer her mm-hmm. and then joey's like love doesn't scare me b literally and this is where like i said mel is a hypocrite mm-hmm. yeah mel is afraid of love you know i get it if your husband were to die tragically while you were in the car with them i would be scared of letting love back in my life but she did mm-hmm. so she needs to get over herself mm-hmm. and she did it in like three seconds yeah tragedy and then that's when she oh so then she goes to stop in to the bar literally just to tell him that joey's getting like wait no that joey's mad at her and she doesn't know what to do and he's like well as long as you're coming from a place of love it should be okay which is true, you know. Right, but it also is, terrible advice. Well, yeah, but it's good that she at least shared her concerns with Joey instead of bottling them up and then using them against her if it does go sour down the road. And mm-hmm. she's like, I knew it from the beginning. You shouldn't have gotten married. Like, now Joey will know. Mel, you were right. I'm sorry. I should have listened to you if it does go sour. But it mm-hmm. won't. I can tell mm-hmm. they love each other. It feels right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, so that's when Mel stops by Hopes to kind of tell her about what's going on with Doc, which we'll get to. Don't you fret. You're fretting. Look at you over there fretting. Fretted. So fretting. And then Hope's like, all right, go hang out with your sister because Hope's trying to just get her out the door. Yes, because Hope's trying to be sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. So sneaky. But we do learn in this moment that apparently Hope knew within five minutes of meeting Doc that she wanted to marry him. That's so cute. And then they got married a month later. Yeah. My favorite part about this scene is that Hope's not not very welcoming and just wants her out. But as soon as she learns about the gossip, she's like, wait, tell me everything. Yes. And she's like, I already know about it, but tell me everything. No, she doesn't know about the wedding tomorrow. Oh, yeah. She doesn't know about that. Part and she, she doesn't know about, about Mel's thoughts. So Hope like literally sits down and crosses her legs. Like, tell me everything. Yes, we get almost normal Hope. Yes, Hope loves her goss. Yes, she's being like very old hope in this episode <gasps> do you think if this town was like gossip girl hope would be gossip girl oh for sure hope is xoxo gossip girl yes mel shares that she doesn't approve of the wedding and thinks joey's being reckless and that jumping in a marriage is always a bad idea and just wants to protect her sister and then hope like shares the doc story adorable so cute was that my romantic moment yeah, because there was no other romantic moments in this entire episode. There was one steamy moment. Oh, kind of. 
and she's like okay so you're not on my side no no don't worry hope says i'm always on your side Mm, hope we love you i love you and i love that she's like kind of starting to be her normal self Mm -hmm. again with just a few you know out of sort moments Mm -hmm. she's getting there she's She's getting getting there. there exactly and then so to wrap up the mel joey stuff mel stops by i guess the bnb but that looked like the most elevated bnb i've ever right? seen it was very nice do joellen and nick have a secret contemporary right. or did they house get an airbnb is it an airbnb i don't know uh, it was very fancy though it was like frank lloyd wright yeah it was too nice for virgin river honestly so she stops by to talk to joey but joey isn't there but nate the fiance is and mel's like look i just want you to tell joey that i thought that you were rushing into it and i didn't think that you should get married but and i'm sorry yeah but i'm okay with it now and i'm happy for you and he is like um okay she leaves and he immediately calls joey and is like dude what why didn't you tell me your sister didn't want us to get married mm-hmm. which would probably be a good thing to clue your fiance in yeah 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 and then while mel and jack are having another alcohol related conversation yes joey comes over one more time angry oh yeah she immediately starts screaming at mel as Mm -hmm. soon as she gets out of the car yeah and uh nate called off the wedding yikes and that's the cliffy yep that is this week's cliff not great cliffy but it's there Mm mm-hmm do you think that Joey is going to actually continue with her follow through with the wedding or is it officially off? I think she's going to. Yeah, I should hope so. I think once she and Nate talk about it, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be Mel to bring them back together in the next episode. Oh, probably. I don't blame Joey for being mad at her, though. Nope. I can see both sides, but also, like, if your sibling is getting married you just be like you roll with it you go good job and then if it right as long as it's not like toxic or anything yeah and then they can get to know each other better later exactly right exactly yeah well now let's talk a little bit about jack since you know he's there having his jack drinks Mm-hmm. and well as we mentioned jack is into some business avenues because he has that plot of land that you know his house burned down on (laughs) throwback oh good times and so he's like i need to make money so that i can build an even better house and pay off this mortgage yeah and while he's working he talks to some guys who are like passing through and they're like we're actually staying at an airstream they're gonna go glamping yeah and so jack learns all about glamping and he's like light bulb this is it it's finally happening i have a great business idea and he kind of tells preacher about it and preacher's like okay yeah that's right. good and he tells nick about it yes so this is what was interesting so i was worried when he first talked to nick because i'm like okay well nick has the b&b this is going to cause competition and mm-hmm. Nick might get mad. But then Nick's like, no, that's a great idea. You don't need any permits for glamping. You just need to have all that other stuff outlets, you know? And so he's like, oh, okay, great. And so he and Nick are going to team up 
and they're gonna get a bunch of airstreams and put them on the land and rent them out to people and nick's like all right just make me a business plan Mm -hmm. and i'm like can jack make a business plan i would hope so he owns a pretty successful business oh duh i forgot about that True. Even though nobody gets charged. Yeah, that's why I'm saying he maybe doesn't know how to make a business plan. Maybe. Since every, I think he's probably fine. Uh, yeah. But I'm hopeful for Jack and his future. I think it's a good mm. idea for him. He goes full force into this, though. He hears one thing about glamping in these airstreams, and he just skipped over basically every step. He went so fast. Yeah, and then he already went on Facebook Marketplace and found an airstream. Yeah, he found a great deal or something. I should. Well, how much do you think an airstream costs let's look depends on like how nice of one you get all right thoughts how much do you think one costs Thirty-five thousand. right okay i'm guessing like 40 right in that ballpark let's find out oh my gosh this one it's a double wide oh so it's huge or a double length and it's 129000 So those must be like the brand new ones. That's a 2019. Yeah. Oh, this one is a 2019 and it's only 39 There you go. That's so cute. I can't find any of the old ones on rvtrader.com. This one's 83 and it's a 2016. Interesting. This one is a 97 and it is 37,000. Ooh. This one is really nice. It's super silver. Ooh. And it's 59,995. Nice. Open up our own glamping site. Yes, we have no land <laughs> and we have no electricity, sewage, any of it. No prospects. <laughs> Burden to my parents. And I'm frightened. <laughs> Well, that was Airstream. (laughs) The segment where we learn all about how much Airstreams cost. Now you know that Jack is in over his head, probably. Oh, for sure. He does not understand what he's doing. No. Hopefully Nick helps him out. Yeah, he heard these people say how much they're paying for an Airbnb Airstream situation, and he went, dollar signs, let's go. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. My guy, you're also forgetting the fact that you have to renovate these airstreams. No, some of these look nice. Okay, but like to make them like cool and like get people to book them. True, you have to put those dumb plants inside. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying all the ones on rvtrader.com are spruced up nice. Nice. So but maybe he needs to go to rvtrader.com. Not sponsor us. <laughs> Please. I'll buy an airstream from you if you give us a dollar. Where would we keep an airstream here? We wouldn't. We would give it to your mom. Where would she keep it? In the driveway. All right. Well, that's basically all that's happening with Jack is his airstream and his drinking. Yep. Whatever. Then we'll talk a little bit about Preacher. So Preacher is having private Aikido lessons with Julia. Ooh. But it's not what you think. It's literally just private Aikido Right, although lessons. it does get a little steamy steam for like two seconds. He's on top. Hmm? He's on top. Yes. He pins her down. Yes. It's hot. But then, unfortunately, she brings up the picture, which... And he's like, ooh, it's complicated. I don't really want to talk about that. 
which or I can't fair. Talk about it. Yeah, it's literally a criminal investigation. Mm-hmm. He murdered a guy, sort of. Kind of. He's gonna have to share that if he wants to get close to her. He's gonna be like, "I buried a body." Mm-hmm. No one remembers that he did this. I know everyone is skipping over this part. Like, how are we forgetting preacher? buried a body when he is aided this, and abetted and when connie is helped body going to come back to surface literally i, I mean it to the surface oh i'm so annoyed at preacher very like he deserves love blah 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 even jack has faith in his game which was very nice they are mm-hmm. friends but he is criminal yeah and that's why Julia's like let's actually not have lunch mm-hmm. things get a little weird mm-hmm and preacher's sad and it's raining just like how he feels inside mm-hmm. and that's about all we see of preacher in this episode yeah we also see ricky a little bit speaking of the bar he is also kind of sad poor little ricky he's oh i guess he's more stressed and he's scared because he got his marine contract his enlistment came in yes and now he's like questioning everything and thinking that he's not going to be good enough blah 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 and jack's like you'll be fine jack gives him a really nice pep talk it's pretty cute. jack as his adopted dad is great Mm -hmm. he's a good dad he'll be he'll be good with his actual children too he will but my favorite thing that ricky said is he's like what if i'm not tough enough to be a marine i mean look at me And I'm like, yeah, I say that every time I see you. You are a stick boy. They're going to snap you in half. He'll get strong. It'll be fine. He'll be able to do five push-ups. He'll be able to do like 17 pull-ups. Oh my gosh. Maybe 18. He'll be so strong. He'll be able to do um, one-handed push-ups at least three in a row. Yes. Maybe with like a cat on his back. Perfect. My gosh. He's going to be great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Ricky... Lizzie mm-hmm. talks to Denny, who was talking to Hope, and is going to make dinner for his new family. Ooh. So cute. Because he helps Hope with the TV in the morning oh. so that she can record Jeopardy. So cute. And then, so he's like, I'm going to make dinner for you guys. And then he's like, do you have any soba noodles? And she tells him to get some from Preacher. Instead of going to, I don't know, the store, store. he's going to steal some from Preacher, essentially. Because Preacher won't charge him, so it's theft in a roundabout way. from Jack's bar. Yeah. He's a thief. We all know it. Mm -hmm. And then he sees Lizzie, and she's like, you want to hang out again? He's being, like, very hot and cold with her again. He's being cold this whole episode with her. He's being weird. He's on ice. And then he's like, yeah, you can come to dinner with us but he doesn't even ask Hope if that's okay. It's fine. You know that Hope loves Lizzie. That's true. And this is when my favorite character comes over. It's Hannah the server. Ooh. We love Hannah. Because then Hannah comes over and she's like, that's Doc's grandson. He's hot. Mm-hmm. And then... She's like, mm, you know what? He's a man and all men are classic commitment phobes who are hiding something mm-hmm. which we all know that denny's hiding something <laughs> i don't know what you're staring at me like that i was for. gonna have you be like that denny's hiding something but you i wasn't sure what you were going with that um well what's denny hiding 
drugs. <laughs> yeah. Klonopin? What is Klonopin? Isn't that like a mood? Denny's on benzos. Yikes. Oh my gosh, Klonopin's for seizures, panic disorder, and anxiety. It's a sedative. Yes, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's a strong one too. It's not a narcotic. But misusing the drug may make you feel, quote, high. That's what this says on the internet. Um, from the drug cartels. Yeah. Which is a great Ooh, segue. Yes, girl, go ahead, get into it. Into our boy Brady, mm-hmm. bad boy Brady, and potentially bad boy Mike. We're getting into it because Mike calls Bray, Bree. No, he calls Brady. I thought he called Bree. No, he called Brady and Bree snuck a peek at his phone. Oh, that's what it was. So Mike called Brady and was like, I need you. I need to talk to you. You need to come in. And he doesn't want to, but then Bree convinces him. So then they finally go see him. And it turns out apparently Jimmy has been released from jail, but he beat somebody up. <laughs> he just got a charge of i wrote it down because i'd never heard of this charge before aggravated menacing aggravated mayhem mayhem that's what it was okay is that what that's a thing that's a real thing yeah so he got arrested for aggravated mayhem because he beat somebody up and that's a felony when he lost an eye yes and that's a felony charge and it's his third strike so he's about to go to jail for a long long time but they're trying to convince him to turn on calvin but as so he can get immunity yes uh but as brady put it he's a psycho but he's loyal and that's why when mike is like yeah that's why we wanted you to go talk to him to try to convince him and brady's like no but then he does it anyways Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's a very tense conversation and brady is trying to get into jimmy's head and what does he say i have it written down I'm walking free, and you're just a dog in a cage. Ooh, I didn't rage him. And he's like, you know all those conversations that I used to have with Calvin? What do you think we were talking about? We were talking about cutting you out. He doesn't mean anything. You don't mean anything to him. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Good job, Brady. Way to get in his head. Mm-hmm. So then we learn that Jimmy is taking the deal and shared some information about Calvin's potential whereabouts. But that's when Mike tells Brady, if any drugs pass through Emerald Lumber and you're involved, you're back in prison, which is awkward because that is exactly what is happening Mm -hmm. again. And then Mike's like, if you really love Brie, you got to cut her loose. Okay, Mike, I see what you're doing there. Okay, but he's also not wrong, though. He's not wrong, but, like, Mike, come on. I know. He's being very obvious. Like, stop it. You're trying too hard. She clearly doesn't want you. Right. And then Brie pops out, like, after Mike leaves and goes, you better not cut me loose. Uh, and then kisses him. Yes. Do you notice how she's wearing another suit, though? I'm convinced that that's yeah. the only outfit that they gave her for the season. Well, you know what? She only packed, like, True. four outfits. She wasn't only planning on being there. But it's, like, the same suit every yeah. time. Maybe she just hand washes it every night maybe i don't know so yeah and it's her choice to stay but then like they hug and brady looks really sad and lost probably because he knows that their drugs are coming back through emerald lumber yeah he's not he's not making good choices again but like bad boy brady he needs to tell someone that the drugs are back Mm -hmm. but he's scared because then brie will get hurt because Calvin told him that. It's a whole thing. This whole thing is crazy. Very convoluted. 
It really is. Oh, well. Um, and then we'll end the episode talking about Doc and Dr. Cam, whom the two are off on a hiking expedition to save old man Charlie, as I so affectionately call him. He, After an accident. Yeah, he and Bert were deer hunting, and they were in one of those, like, tall lookout thingies and he was in it and it broke and he fell straight through the floor of it and like crashed and broke his leg and has a slight concussion or bert it's time to open up crime Crime watch so bert was there okay as soon as i heard that it was with bert right he tried to murder charlie why would he try to murder charlie i thought they were friends what does charlie know exactly it was giving a strong where the crawdads sing vibe oh no spoilers yeah but spoilers if you know if you know you know you know know. Mm -hmm. was there a crime or was there not a crime i don't know how bert could have possibly made the floor break (laughs) but if anybody could (laughs) Did he pick up Charlie and <laughs> throw him so hard that the floor broke? Yes, obviously. Okay, yeah, that's definitely it. So I think that Charlie was Bert's right-hand man because they're like BFFs, Ooh. right? They're always I hanging so. out. I, I don't friends. know. All those old guys only hang out with each other because they're old. Yeah. It's fine. We love it. I think he might have like done something to tip off someone about the crime or something and then Bert's like okay let's go hiking or not hiking let's go hunting but then while he was there it was the perfect excuse to kill him but he didn't know that he wasn't strong enough to kill only harm oh could be yeah could be possible I say that's pretty plausible. Mm. Yeah. Or Charlie knew about the drugs being back and Bert didn't want Charlie to know about it because, you know, Bert's actually the supplier of the drugs and he's giving them to Calvin, as we all know. I don't know. He's making fentanyl. Maybe Charlie made a bad batch of fentanyl. Maybe. Charlie's a drug creator. He's a chemist. He's he's Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman. (laughs) Walter White. <laughs> Those are very different Walts. Sorry, I have poetry on the brain. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whatever. Is he making drugs and writing poetry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> That's exactly what Charlie's doing. That's why he was wearing all camo. <laughs> Not for hunting, but for creativity and drug making. Oh um, but, okay, so then it turns out his leg is bad enough that they do have to call Broken the... tibia. Yeah, they have to call the rescue EMT I like how the doctor got out that it was a broken tibia within two seconds of being there. Also, they give him morphine and then immediately split his leg. I don't think morphine works that fast. It works fast. Does it work... Literally, Cam injected the morphine, and then they immediately did his leg. I think they should have waited at least a minute. Yeah. But that was like, boom, boom. Pain. Ouch. 
whatever so then doc has to leave because where they are has bad cell reception and so then cam is there alone with bert someone's gonna die someone's gonna die and it's probably cam i'm Mm -hmm. just saying and they're also concerned about doc making it back before mm-hmm. it gets dark he probably won't they're gonna have to spend the night out there mm-hmm. it's gonna be the blair witch project spend the night out there anyways they were yeah. more concerned about doc getting lost in the woods oh man blair witch project more like the virgin river project no that was bad Try okay again. more like the virgin river witch project still not good okay the burt project perfect the virgin river burt project mm-hmm Bert-er-er. He's Bert the, the murderer. murderer. The murderer. There it is. We got there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's really... That's the episode. There we Wait. go. We did oh, it. We missed one thing. <gasps> what did I miss? It's with Hope. Oh, yeah. So Hope goes to the Sewing Circle ladies, and they're starting to talk about some garden that they're planning for lily and you can tell that all the other ladies plan this Mm -hmm. because they start going on some crazy ideas and hope's just like no no i have to help you guys because this is bad yeah and they all kind of give each other the look and they're like "Mm, yeah yeah she's like you don't know anything about plants and they're all like we did it we We got it it. she's back and then hope tells joellen that she'll drive her somewhere and joellen's like are you allowed to drive and hope's like yeah of course She's not. Mm-mm. She's not allowed to drive. And they're going somewhere. And they're, like, at a stop sign. And Hope definitely gets overwhelmed. And did she hit that no. car? No. So that or? a guy on a bike literally cut off Hope's in her car. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's not how you cross a street on your no. bike. No. The, go- the bicyclist was in the wrong. I would agree. And then that tripped Hope up because then the truck in front of her stopped really suddenly. So then she slammed on the brakes. And then, like... Whoa. Yeah, and then looked right over at Joellen and was like, don't tell Vernon this. Mm-hmm. And Joellen was like, you didn't have You're not clearance allowed to, to drive, drive are you? No. Aw. So, yeah. So Hope's not 100% back. No, which we kind of knew when she mm-hmm. couldn't figure out Jeopardy and she's still struggling and her husband's grandchild's a drug abuser. Potentially. And Bert's out there killing people. And Doc's not going to make it out of the woods. And Mel's ruining relationships. All in a day's work in Virgin River. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen next? <laughs> Anything else that we missed with this app? I have one question for you. All right. Did you see any boats today? I did not. There were no boats. Boo hoo. Boo. Did they even show the other yes. title? Yes. So in the title the card, they showed the river and then they showed it again at some point and there were oh, still like no dark. boats. No, right. it wasn't was dark. Title? No, there was the title and another time. Right. I wrote them both down and they were both daylight, but Ugh. no boats. Boo. I know. It's fine. I don't think we should have any boats near Bert because criminals shouldn't have boats. True. No, you know, just because mm-hmm. so yeah no boats unfortunately uh, maybe someday we'll get a real boat on the real river not a potential mm-hmm. whatevs i don't know uh what else is that it i mean i guess we can do questions all right let's get into 
question corner. corner. Question number one. Why is Jack so fixated specifically on glamping and airstreams? Okay, because he talked to those people for all of two seconds and they told him how lucrative it is. So when those people who were dining, passing through town, he was like, oh, where are you off to? He's like, you could stay here. We have a B&B. It's nice. And then they were telling him all about why glamping is great and how it's really hard to book Airstreams. So like, they were like, yeah, you have to book so far in advance because there aren't that many, but it's really cool and a unique experience. So Jack's like, okay, well, I can cash in on this since there aren't that many then I can be one of the few. And since they're always booked, then I'll always have income. Hmm. I can see where he's coming from. Right. He just went full force into it. Yeah. Though. He didn't even stop to think. He yeah. just went. Yeah. I also hate the word glamping. Oh, I don't it mind really it. really bothers I think me. it's funny. No, I don't know why. It's just one of the, you know how some words just give you the ick. Mm. This is a word that gives me the ick. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Question number two. Why do you think Joey chose Clear ri- River? Because Virgin River doesn't have a courthouse. But w- she lives in L.A. Why did she, she wanted come Mel all the way to up? be there? She wanted Mel to be her maid of honor, so she came to surprise Mel. And Virgin River is not the county seat, so they don't have a courthouse. There's only a courthouse in like your county seat, or like if you have a city with a municipal court. How do you know that? I don't know. I thought it was common knowledge. No. Okay. So, like, that's why they have to go to Clear River. That's where the courthouse is. And she just wanted Mel to be involved and wanted to surprise her and visit again. I thought it was nice. Interesting. Final question. Where are Joey's children? They're in cages, remember? (laughs) She hasn't let them out? No. Her ex-husband gets the cages and he puts water and food in them and they can come out occasionally. Perfect. Yeah, they're, I guess, with her ex-husband back in L.A. Maybe they have, like, one week on, one week off. Maybe, except for she never seems to have them. She has, what, three kids? I think so. Uh, we don't know. I don't care. Boom. Good app. Yeah, we made you. it. We survived. We did. We did it. We got through it. Yes. And now it's time for the wrap-up. Wrap up time. All right. You start us off. All right. So, I always love when joey comes to town she always brings the drama in a way that like nobody else really does and it really makes it a lot more fun for an episode but overall i thought it was just a pretty straightforward episode pretty formulaic from what we've seen before medical emergency family drama love drama bert you know so Mm -hmm. it's pretty straightforward but i still did enjoy it it went by really fast like mm-hmm. it was, yeah it didn't drag the way that some episodes do so for that reason i'm gonna give it a b plus nice so an improvement over the last couple of episodes i think so and i would say for my mvp i didn't really have one i thought i wrote one down but apparently i didn't so that part is blank but if i'm just going off the top of my head right now i'm gonna actually go with joey because she is sticking to her guns she's following her gut and she's following love listen to your heart when it's calling, calling for you, for you. <laughs> that's joey yes and my worst person obviously i know where you're going of this is bert 
oh. trying to murder Charlie. Uh, okay. Do you have a serious answer? Also, Mel, for yeah, being yeah, okay. annoying. <laughs> yeah. But for real, it's always Bert. Yeah. And also, potentially Jack, because Jack is just being not super great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, like, very much ignoring Mel's concerns. And it's like, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. So really a toss-up between Mel and Jack. All right. All right. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, I, too, enjoyed this episode. It kept me entertained the whole time. Sometimes I, like, I won't lie. I get bored during, like, the mic stuff because I just don't care enough. That's why we made up Crime Watch because it's the only way to keep me interested. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, meh, I can take it or leave it. Just solve this crime already, Mike. What are you doing here? Um, that's about the only thing I didn't like. I liked everything else. I'm going to give it just a regular B. Cause like there was not a good cliffhanger this time around, unfortunately. And like, yeah, Jack and Mel talked about the drinking, but they didn't actually like talk about it and come up with a solution or anything. And like, I don't know. We're, st- we're just, we're at the crescendo here. We're building up to whatever's about to happen. And I don't know what is about to happen. I'm happy for Joey. She deserves marriage and happiness and let her live her life, Mel. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Also, I agree. Bert should not try to kill people in tall things. Uh, I don't know. I liked it. Um, my MVP is probably Doc for like being able to hike all the way there. Right? There's something about Wilderness Explorer Doc. Yeah. That just does something for me. Right? He was and like he knew what to do. He was like, I'm not gonna call emergency services just in case it's not an emergency, which is smart. You don't want to waste their time and energy. Mm-hmm. And it was nice getting to see him out there exploring and dragging Cam along. Mm-hmm. So I liked that. And like he knew how to what to do in an emergency, which is why he is a rural doctor, which is great. My worst valuable person is obviously Mel for not being there for her sister, whom she claims she loves. And she's always calling Joey with her problems. And she's always like, Joey, I have all these problems. And the one time Joey's like, can't you just be happy for me? She isn't. Gosh, Mm -hmm. Mel, way to make everything about you. Once again. Honestly, she even makes Jack's drinking about her. She does. She's like, I don't want to be alone if you're always drinking. Okay, Mel. And she's like, I do all this stuff for my body and you're just hurting your body. Mel, whenever you're talking to someone, can you just for once not make it about you? Take not the I. I statement. Yeah. Make it a you statement or a they, I don't even know. Just right. stop it. Just stop. Also, Bert, stop killing people. Don't be a murderer. <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> Burder. That's my favorite thing mm-hmm. I think we've ever come up with. I'm I'm pr- I'm quite proud of that one. And yeah, that's that's the episode. That's all in what's the name of this episode? Otherwise engaged. Otherwise engaged in violence and burdering others. Bert, please title this episode that. Okay, we'll do. So everyone, don't be a Bert and don't be a Mel. Be nice and love who you want to love and accept love in your life when you are deserving and worthy of love. Exactly. And just like Hope, I too love that the internet is slow, but the gossip is fast. Burderer. (laughs) 
<laughs> Bye. <laughs>